Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. My name is Tom Baker, and my co-hosts and I are nestled into the WSIC studio. Are you tucking us in? Statesville, I said nestled, not tucked. It was the night before Christmas? Went all through the house. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> 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 we'll we'll the be the whole the only, segment. The only creature stirring is Tim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, anyway, w- welcome to the show. Uh, Randy Miller, Peter Strada, and Chris Murdoch are all with the me Madness in the studio. Madness with the mad- Madhouse. Madhouse, exactly right. Uh, we're going to be hearing from the latest modified winner at the Madhouse, which is Bowman Gray Stadium. If you listened to last week's show, we talked a lot about the uh, uh, the racing there and the crowd and the energy and just the zaniness and uh, roller derby on wheels kind of uh, aspect. Um, and uh, John Holloman, who is one of the top modified drivers at the stadium, three wins this year, including uh, this past Saturday. He'll be joining us here shortly. And um, we're going to also hear a little bit later in the show from an Indy Lights driver, Named Stingray Rob. Yes, it's his real name. Uh, we're going to talk to him about that and, uh, of course, about his racing. Um, and uh, got a lot of other stuff we want to talk about, too. Uh, we want to hit F1. Great to see uh, Ocon finally get a win. Um, of course, uh, continued uh, tangle between Mercedes and Red Bull and just some all kinds of highlights and uh what I consider to be just a completely ludicrous disqualification that we'll get to when we talk about F1 as well. IndyCar um, going to Nashville here in Tennessee this weekend. Music City USA, uh, the Music City Grand Prix. And we're going to deep dive into that and also into uh, NASCAR making their return after a couple of weeks off because they're getting set to make their playoff run. So lots to come here on this edition of Motorsports Madness, and we are going to step aside when we come back. We're going to get it all started back with the Madness and John Holloman after this. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediates to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. And you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Madness. And uh, we're going to transition here from, as Chris so eloquently put it uh, in the opening segment, we're going to transition from the Madness to the Madhouse and talk about the madness that happens at the Madhouse, uh, I'm sure that'll come up in the conversation somewhere. But uh, to the phone lines we go, and John Holloman is joining us now. John is uh, a three-time winner in the Modified Division this year at Bowman Gray Stadium. But um, he also has uh, a number of, I mean, he's, John is, I think he's been the most popular, I even forgot the number, multiple uh, consecutive years as most popular driver, uh, bunches of wins in the sportsman division, and uh, just a a real uh, fan favorite there, uh, though um, he does get some booze. Uh, and well, everyone does at Bowman Gray. Well, it's kind of a badge of honor. <laughs> Santa know? Claus would get booed at Bowman Gray. <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm sure there's one sitting in the crowd, too. There's always somebody Santa in the Santa Claus would get booed at Bowman Gray. What a note to welcome John Holloman in on. John, welcome to the show. It's good to have you on The Madness and uh, talking about uh, the madness that happens at the Madhouse sometimes. Uh, you're in the modified division, so there isn't quite as much, but you still get your share. Yeah, I'm just glad you guys didn't boo me when I came on. <laughs> we would never. Because Chris couldn't find the button. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go, Chris. There it is. There's always we, we kept throwing trash, but it kept bouncing off the microphone. We, 
<laughs> we, t- we talked about that as a badge of honor. If you get booed at Bowman Gray, that's basically, uh, you know, almost a form of, uh, a, a form of acceptance. Uh, it's, it's just an insane place to go and, and, uh, watch a race, uh, let alone, I'm sure, to drive in one. But, um, three wins this year in the modifieds, John. And, and I know for you, you came into the year determined that you were going to get that, uh, feature win in the modified division. And, um, it didn't take you too long to get it. And, uh, once you got it, you've gotten two more right quick since then. So a uh, pretty good season for you so far. Only one DNF. Unfortunately, it came, uh, in the second race this weekend, but a good, good year for you at Bowman. Yeah, absolutely. Tom. I mean, just to kind of touch on the fan deal that we were talking about at the beginning, I mean, I know we were joking around, but I have a lot of great fans there and I do they have do. Some people that don't like me and you know that, that's okay because if they're booing you they know enough about you to not like you exactly and, you know if they know your name then you're doing something right you know if you're riding around in 20th not making any noise people don't know you they don't know enough to boo you so you know i'm good with that man you got to take the you got to take the bad with the good and i feel like the good definitely overpowers the bad oh um, for sure to get your question to get to your question yeah i mean the second race of the year, um, we found ourselves in position after the invert um, in the second 25 lapper to take advantage and deal the deal and get us a win. Um, and the other race we won was also in the second 25 lapper after an invert. Um, we, we just kind of struggled a little bit qualifying, understanding, you know, what I need to do as a driver and also the adjustments we need to make to free the car up enough um, to make that great qualifying run to get a good position in the first 25 lapper. So me personally, um, I, I know my crew felt the same way, but definitely me personally, I had a chip on my shoulder, man. I, I wanted to go out there and prove that we could qualify with the best of these guys and we could win one of those first 25 lappers and not have to rely on an invert draw. And that's exactly what we did Saturday night. We really flexed some muscles. So from everything I've heard, I don't think you, I don't think it's possible to ride around in 20th at Bowman Gray without getting dumped by somebody. So you'd have to make some sort of noise somewhere in the field. But <laughs> coming from somebody who's uh, – all, all the guys in the studio have been to Bowman Gray. I have uh, – I have well, Chris said he hasn't been. I've never been either. So from somebody who's never been to Bowman Gray before, what would you tell somebody who's wanting to go to Bowman Gray? Why would we – why should we come and, and see this, this madhouse madness that everybody talks about? Well, I think because – you know, at the end of the day, you're racing around a football field, and, you know, you don't have much room to pass. Um, you know, a lot of the cars, and in the modified division, everybody is so good in that division. You may have a couple people here and there who are quite a bit off the pace, but for the most part, man, the entire field is so competitive, and you're going to have to move a guy to get around him unless, you know, you can just, you know, pull a rabbit out of a hat and be able to go to the outside of a guy with We've been able to do a couple times this year thanks to the restart cone. Um, and if you can do that, your car's really handling good. Uh, you know, you, you've just taken advantage of the situation that's in front of you. Um, but for the most part, man, I mean, even when you're on the outside taking a position, you've got to get on that guy's nerve bar. You've got to, you've got to really get racy. And, um, you know, fans love to see that. They love to see side by side racing. Um, that's what they, that's what they really strive for when they go to a racetrack is to see good hard racing. And, and you're going to get that every week there. John, I was there Saturday night to see you when I was sitting over in the turn one stands. And they said after you win, you're the first rookie to get three wins there since Glenn Wood way back in the 1950s. What's that mean to be in an exclusive club with a NASCAR Hall of Famer, one of the founders of Wood Brothers Racing? 
I mean, let me just start out by saying, like, I love learning about the history of our sport. Um, I love, um, you know, learning about what it took for those guys and girls to get, even just to get to the racetrack, you know. Um, and just to be in, mentioned in the same category as somebody, Glenn Wood, man, that's amazing to me. Like, I never dreamed that, you know, that could be something that I would achieve, you know, as a kid watching races at Bowman Gray. I mean, I went to my first race at Bowman Gray when I was, like, I don't know, six, seven months old, maybe even younger than that because I was born in April. Um, so, you know, that's definitely something that's surreal for me. Um, but at the same time, you, you can't really get too caught up in the, the history that, that's going on and the history you may be even fortunate enough to be making at the time. Um, for me, I just I try really hard to stay locked in, man, and stay focused on the task at hand. And Saturday night, the task at hand was to win that race, qualify the pole, and prove that we could hang with those guys. And, um, you know, that's, now I'm just focused on the next race, man, trying to go get number four for the year. And then you are a rookie this year in Modifieds, but as Tom said earlier, you have a long history there in the sportsman division. Is there a difference in the driving style or the techniques between both classes at the Madhouse? Absolutely, man. I mean, I know a lot of people make the comparison from, you know, Modifieds to Legend cars a little bit, and power-to-weight ratio, they're not too far off they're probably the most similar power to weight ratio than anything i've ever driven um but as far as the driving style um definitely a little bit different because you've got the nerf bars um and the way those those modified grip through the corner man is definitely definitely different than legend car because legend cars have no grip at all um so really to answer the meteor question they're unlike anything i've ever driven man and and honestly, they're the most fun. They're super light. I mean, we're talking a thousand pounds lighter than a cup car, and we're talking, you know, <laughs> on a, around a football field also. And you put twenty to twenty-five other other cars out there, and, and I think I said this before in an interview, but it's you know when you combine those things together, you're riding an unbridled horse out there, and it is crazy. And you're out there trying to beat twenty other guys. Man, I mean that if the cream doesn't rise to the top in that scenario then, you know, you might need to go somewhere else because that is probably the most difficult thing to do is to win a race in the modified division at Bowman Gray Stadium. Yeah, and uh, I, I had to chuckle. It was funny because asking if there's a difference in driving style between the modifieds and the sportsmen, all you got to do is watch. Uh, one, one seems to be to go through the other car, and the other one seems to be to go around them from what I've seen this year. And, look, there's some real talent in the sportsman division. Don't get me wrong. It's just funny to watch them tear each other's cars up like it's nothing. Um, and they do that very well and very effectively in the crowd crowd eats it up and that's what makes bowman gray bowman gray is that class right there to me um though the modifieds obviously are the top class uh but um you've got how many wins at bowman gray total do you know i believe that saturday night made 24 if wow. i'm not mistaken i know i'm in the low 20s there i believe it was 24 so yeah it was my third in modifieds and i believe 24 overall and of course your dad raced there Right? He did. He did. Your he uncle? Had, um, two? Yeah, my great uncle actually raced. Yeah. Um, my great uncle, quite a few. I think he won 20 plus races in the sportsman division. My dad never got to victory lane, but he was the 2001 rookie of the year. He kind of put his career to the side very selflessly to, uh, to help me in my, my racing ventures and my dreams. Um, and, uh, I, I hope to see him crawl back in the car here soon, man. I, I'd like to see what he could do. Um, cause I mean, you know, he's learned so much yeah. from helping me 
and, and learning, you know, what we've been through together. So yep. it'll be really cool to see how he can apply that for his self. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more of John Holloman right after this. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hi, this is Trey Grop, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the madness. Uh, coming to you once again from the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina, just outside of Mooresville, which is Race City, USA, which is just outside of Charlotte, which is NASCAR country. Kind of how all that works. Uh, that Google Maps. Yeah, for those of you that are uh, not from the area and don't know, there you go. So we're not uh, we're not far. We're less than an hour from uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway, where we are sitting at this moment. John Hallman, on the other hand, uh, lives in Winston Salem, home of. Bowman Gray Stadium. <laughs> 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 
And, of course, there's Chris Murdoch, our producer who couldn't resist finding a soundtrack of that, booze. That must, that must be the crowd before the action begins because they're not very loud. Yeah, those are all the Burt Myers. That's the, early, that's the early birds that came to the show. <laughs> there weren't any expletives. It's not the Bowman Gray crowd. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure that, that that sound was probably a minute and a half long, but after he took out the explosives, it's like 32 seconds. <laughs> oh, seven seconds. Seven seconds, exactly. John Holloman with us uh, talking Bowman Gray, one of the most historic short tracks in the USA. Uh, it is the oldest uh, consecutive uh, weekly NASCAR series track. 1949 is when they started racing at uh, Bowman Gray, and they've never stopped, with the exception of last year when the world stopped for a little while. Um, back to racing this year on an abbreviated schedule. I think 11 races total, and we've had eight, and you've won three, which is a um, almost 50% percentage, and you you probably could have had one or two others. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's just one of those situations where some nights uh, – you're the windshield, and some nights you're the bug, and it uh, just doesn't work out the way that you'd planned it. Um, but you've had a good season overall, I feel like, and uh, certainly a lot to be optimistic about going into the last three shows. We've had a really good season, Tom. I mean, you know, to start off the year, I felt like we had a really strong run in the opening race with the 200-lapper. Um, we were actually, I think we led about, I don't know, 50 or 60 laps of that race, and we kind of made a you know, kind of a wild decision to come in and pit for tires because everybody behind us had already pitted for tires, and, you know, we pitted from the lead. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where, looking back at it, you know, if you would have lost the race and not pitted for tires, you wish you would have pitted. If you pit for tires and you don't win, you wish you wouldn't have pitted. You know, yeah. so it's just, it's just one of those deals you have to kind of learn to live with. Um, that's definitely one I feel like, you know, got away because we were really a great bounce on the car on those tires. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, me and, me and Brian Lawson, who's my crew chief, we've, we've really just been taking this in stride this whole year. I mean, I wish we had a longer season, like normal 16 weeks, because we're really hitting our stride right now. And we're what, eight weeks in, you said, um, we're learning how to qualify good. I mean, shoot, we qualified the pole by over a tenth of a second Saturday night. That doesn't just happen against the best guys that have been doing this for 30 years. So you know, we're really hitting our stride, and, and I'm excited to see what the next three weeks has in store for us, man. Well, it yeah, it's going to be very interesting. And I want to, before we go any farther with you, because you have a fairly long list, and I'm, I'm hoping that you did what the coach would tell you to do and wrote, wrote everything down uh, so you can get through this sponsor plug without forgetting them. But uh, we're going to find out in a minute. So uh, talk about who helps you make it happen, because your sponsors are all very loyal to you and uh, very deserving of uh, the uh, very deserving of the mention. They are, and, you know, I've got some really great partners, man, and, and some of them have been with me since I was, like, 10 years old, and I'm I'm 24-year-old guy now, so, you know, that longevity is it's somewhat rare this day and age in this sport, and I really I really cherish those partnerships and those relationships. Um, but, yeah, definitely some of those guys are um, Colby Morton's home repairs. He's been great for us. He's been a newer, uh, newer partner for us this year. He's been with us for, like, two years now. Um, Sound Solutions. High guys keep in more. They always keep our crew uh, well fed on race days. They provide us with some great pizza and wings. Um, Midway Mobile Storage, Mikasa Mexican Restaurant, Thunder Road Grill, um, Black Sand Company, R and R Automotive, L and R Transmissions, CNC Racing Souvenirs, Scott Stanley Construction, Parkway Record Automotive, Alon Crew, 
And uh, and Raymock Engines, they 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 do such a good job for us. They give us a great power plant week in and week out, and uh, and they do a phenomenal job of just communicating with me and and always helping out any way they can, whether it's the engine or just you know the car in general. Uh, they're they're great team players, and I really appreciate all those guys do for us. And shout out to Victor Healy, who really takes care of me over there. Now your crew chief is Brian Lofton. Very nice, Chris. Well done. Your crew chief is Brian Lofton, but your car chief is the important one. Uh, that is Carson Lofton, uh, Brian's 15-year-old son. Um, not too many 15-year-olds know as much uh, or can get around a race car and set it up as uh, well as he can. Yeah, Carson's actually 14, I believe. So, oh. uh, he's, he he's acts 15. Young, he's, yeah, he's, he's definitely been immersed in the sport since he was young. I mean, his dad won, I believe it was the 2008 Will and Southern Tour yes. um, in the Modified Division. Yep. Uh, Brian's a very, very highly touted driver in the Modified Series. And not only does he know how to drive one, but he really knows how to work on one. And like I said before, we've really just been growing together a lot throughout this year. We've definitely hit on something these last couple weeks. Um, and, and working with Brian is awesome, but working with Carson is really cool too, man, because he's, he's such a happy kid. He really enjoys being there and being totally immersed in in there in the pits and learning as much as he can soaking it in it's really cool to see it reminds me of you know what i what i aspired to be when i was his age well it's funny to me because you you um you got carson there who wants to drive a modified who's 14 and then you've got your teammate uh for a few weeks this year has been junior miller who is the uh i think undisputed king of uh, bowman gray and um he was 14 a long while ago. Um, so you've kind of got an interesting <laughs> dynamic there between the two of them. you got the one that wants to drive and the one that's been driving longer than you and I have been alive. Well, you know, I think that's a credit to a lot of my success this year, man. I mean, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have great sponsors and, um, you know, a great family that's worked so hard and myself who's working extremely hard all the time uh, as well as, you know, working my full-time job. Um, so I'm basically working two jobs right now with racing. You know, most racers can understand that. Yep. But, yeah, man, it, I, th- I think it's a credit to those guys that are around me because I've got so much so much experience around me in all aspects and levels of life and levels of racing that I've just really tried so hard to soak all of that in and really taken all of the knowledge that they have to fight to what I can do yeah. to, to better myself. And yep. it's showing. Well, uh, before we let you go, we want to talk about uh, your podcast. You and your wife, Rachel, do a podcast, and I want you to tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate you letting me speak about that. Um, You know, something that me and Rachel really enjoy doing together. Um, We don't have a whole lot of time, you know, together, seeing as how I'm working a full-time job and working on the race car at night. So, you know, a lot of times she's at the shop with me at night. Um, But the podcast is a way for us to spend some more time together and just to open up to the general public and talk about our lives and let you guys um, kind of understand what the daily grind is and um, just stuff that we're going through. We, we do a quick hit of, um, of a devotion from the Bible each podcast. And Amen. It's kind of like an uplifting, encouraging deal. And um, it, It's really cool. It's usually a 20 to 30 minute podcast. And I think a lot of people would really enjoy it and really appreciate the inside of the racing world also, as well as our personal lives. What's it called and where do they find it? <laughs> Yeah, you can find it on most all major platforms, um, you know, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, um, really all of it. Um, it is the It Is Good podcast. So just It Is Good. That's the name of it. 
and it's me and my wife, and you'll see a picture of uh, me and her on the on the artwork of it. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you do, make sure to leave us a rating or review and let us know what you think. Send us some questions. Uh, we love the interaction also. Uh, in the uh, photo for the podcast, do you have your uh, Three for Dale mustache that you were sporting uh, the past couple of weeks? <laughs> no, not yet. We don't have that much of an updated picture up there yet. But uh, we'll, we'll work on that if that's your request, Tom. You no, know, I don't know if it's my request. I just wondered if you had it. Uh, you, you know, you've been threatening not to shave the mustache. So uh, I understand you just want to race with it. So you want to kind of, it's the playoff stash kind of thing. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe you'll uh, maybe you'll have some of the success that Brett Moffat has had over the years with his playoff mustache. Hey, he's laid out the path for me. I'm just taking advantage of it. Maybe we'll uh, we'll call it the playoff set. That's all I got. <laughs> there you go. Well, John, we appreciate you taking some time to to come on with us and uh, talk about Bowman Gray a little more. Uh, definitely a place that everybody should visit uh, if they're in the Carolinas and can get there on a Saturday night during the summer. Uh, I guarantee you that uh, you will walk away uh, with an impression, one way or another. Uh, you're going to have a good time and be entertained, and that's what it's all about. Um, and uh, just go to, uh, what is it, BGS uh, Racing, I think, is most of their social. And, um, you know, uh, go to the website, uh, whatever, and uh, and you can see more. Just go to YouTube and pull up some races from there. Uh, good to have you on, John, and uh, good luck to you the rest of the way. you got uh, three races left, so uh, I guess this is a um, – you've got three, so now we're uh, on a march for six, basically. Hey, I, I like those odds. I would definitely take those any day of the week. But uh, I appreciate you guys having me. It's always a pleasure to talk with you, Tom, and, and all you guys, really. I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we can talk again soon after we win a race or two more, huh? Absolutely. Real quick, uh, tell us how people can find you on social. Yeah, on Instagram, it's just John Speed Demon. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, it's my name, John Holloman IV. And uh, you can also just find me on Facebook at or just John Holloman works. That's my fan page. Um, that's where I post the most. I'm more interactive on my fan page at John Holloman. Uh, would love for you to go give us a give us a like and follow. Um, we'll definitely interact with you and stay tuned because we do giveaways and all kinds of stuff. We'll go live and interact with you guys. So uh, look forward to seeing you guys there. H O L L E M A N, John Holloman. And uh, yeah, John uh, Speed Demon on Instagram. I like that. Always have like that one, and it fits too. Uh, good to have you. And uh, again, good luck in your last three races. That's John Holloman. And I'm sure we'll be talking more with him uh, at some point down the road. We are going to step aside. When we come back, uh, we start F1 conversation real quick. And we're going to talk about that in the second hour as well how to be a great dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life take time to be a dad today call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services and the ad council Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. 
if you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Bruno Crouch, and you're listening to Motorsports Men. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the madness uh, we love. Uh, the beauty of uh, recording something direct to tape, basically, is that uh, if you're not taking your time you can get long-winded and then you just spin and crash at the end of a segment and you uh, toss it. i well yeah you could say that i definitely uh, bounced off a jersey barrier or something there at the end of that last segment but that's fun it, every once in a while it's uh it's just part of it so welcome back to the madness we'll try not to do that again tonight i don't want my commute computer career to have to reboot me um, i'll just throw something at you the next yeah time that's, say, all right yeah that's basically how that works so we're going to talk f1 here um Honestly, guys, I I watched this race intensely because the battle between Hamilton and uh, Max Verstappen has been just so hot and heavy this year, and particularly in the last few races. But the end, the wind up to this is that after Valerie Botas got finished. Um, there wasn't a Red Bull car in contention. So basically what you ended up watching was a whole lot of other young racers that really put on a show. Um, 
And, and then the old guy, Fernando Alonso. I was going to say, two of the Fernando Alonso and, and Vettel. Um, and Randy, I got to tell you, I was so impressed with Ocon to see him finally get his first Grand Prix win. There is so much young talent in this series right now. It makes it really interesting to watch because some of these guys are aggressive. Yeah, the frustrating part about the F1 season is because well, in the last several years, it's been all about Lewis Hamilton. So yeah. he takes pretty much you know prestige when it comes to everything about F1. So all of these other guys are fighting for you know a little bitty piece of the pie, basically the crumbs of the pie at this point yeah. um, because everything's about Lewis Hamilton. So this year... You know, the last several weeks we've got Hamilton and Verstappen going at it, and you've got all the penalties, and then all the disqualifications are going on. You know, and then this young kid comes out of nowhere and wins a race, and suddenly everybody's like, "Wait a minute! There's the F1's not just Lewis Hamilton. There's other people involved in the series." Um, so, but it, it's cool to see. I mean, you know, it's really cool to see those guys uh, get a little piece of the pie every once in a while, Peter, because again, it's been all Lewis Hamilton for the last five years or so. NASCAR Fox said this is the best season ever for NASCAR. I think it's legitimately the best season ever for Formula One with how many different personalities you've seen come out this year. A lot of that is due to the Netflix show that's gained incredible popularity here in America. And guys like Esteban Ocon or George Russell, just guys who have really come out of their shells last year or so and has really been performing on track. You know, that's the thing that I walked away with uh, from watching this race because you had Esteban Ocon winning his first Grand Prix. You had George Russell just in tears, just beside Finally himself. Finally getting in points for a Williams car. With joy, yeah, to, for, for, for that um, that accomplishment. You had uh, Carlos Sainz, who was in contention for the majority of the race and ended up getting a, a podium, but really felt like he should have been running for the win. You had Sebastian Vettel with such a fantastic run, and then the just un, uh, I, incredible DQ that, that they gave him. We'll get to that in a, in a bit, but um, you know, you, you just had so many storylines. Gasly uh, drove a great race. You the battle from about third on back, and really uh, all through the race, second on back, but third, fourth, fifth, sixth in that area. Um, just some incredible back and forth there uh, throughout the entire race, and I just was amazed. I don't know if I'd call this. I think to say it's the best F1 season ever, um, gosh, you go back to the 70s and all the great names that were running at that time in F1, um, you know, there was a lot of depth then too, but certainly the best season in quite a while, and I think I think that it is a harbinger of things to come to see the young talent, because if you look at F2, F3, F4, it is loaded with personality and um, a lot of uh, skill I just, I think F1's in great shape, but I really was, um, you look at the Botas deal, and look, I, I mean, obviously, I don't believe he did it on purpose, but it just was, a. that was just, it was, <laughs> it was like, honey, I forgot to turn. Well, it was downhill <laughs> into a hard-breaking zone in the rain yeah. on a standing start, so I'll give him a bit of a benefit of the doubt, but at yeah. the same time... If you're in the premier car in Formula One, you think you'd have a better bit better awareness than that. Sounds like Laden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. That's a- but I just I was just looking at the point standings. When was the last time an F1 uh, season championship had a separation of eight points with Lewis Hamilton and anybody else in the field? 
um, you know, we're 11 races into a 23-race schedule, and we have an eight-point gap in the, in the standings. It's pretty incredible. And yet, we, we're we not even talking about that at the moment because there were so many other strong oh, yeah, exactly. performances and great stories from the weekend, right? It, yeah. Like, I usually that's all you do talk about is, you know, if there's a race for the championship or Lewis Hamilton winning most everything. And again, I'm not, I'm not being disrespectful toward Lewis. He deserves everything he's he's gotten. I mean, he's, a, he's one of the best all-time F1 drivers ever um but just to to have a year and and to have a race even really where um so many of the potential future stars of the race really shined i think it uh, gave us a little preview of what what could be to come and what's what's interesting about this is vettel has that great run and so peter i want you to explain the dq uh, for those who missed this, um, because I, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, there's part of me that still can't believe it either with how ticky-tack, how nitpicky this one rule is in the FIA. But basically, you have to finish the race and have your car with a one liter gal- or one liter of fuel in the tank so yeah. that you can test it post-race for any additives or any cheating in the fuel. His car had three-tenths of a liter left in the tank, so obviously not one full liter. So the FIA deemed that to be cheating and disqualified him from second place. Now, explain why he only had three-tenths of a liter, because I think that's an important part of this. Because instead of coming immediately into the pits and stopping in his pit stall after the race, he did, I guess, an extra cool-down lap and parked it halfway across the track. This is what I call... It, first of all, I mean, I will say that it's sort of s- silly that you you parked it. But here's the problem: is you can't, you don't refuel in these races. So right, that's strictly forbidden by F1 rules. Right. So Randy, there's really no way if if your fuel is illegal. It's illegal at the drop of the green. So um, our producer, Chris, uh, actually posed the question earlier tonight. Why don't they just check the fuel before the green, which I guess that's not as you know sexy a thing to do. You're supposed to do all the tech after the race, right? But I just don't get why this, you know, I just think this. I, I love the word Peter used, the phrase ticky-tack. Uh, there are some rules in FIA that, that I just don't get, and that's one of them, because I feel like he had um, a second-place finish robbed because, you know, I mean, is three-tenths not enough to <laughs> tell if you're illegal? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, so there, I have so many questions they really think re- he was? regarding this whole rule, because, I mean, obviously, this is a rule that's been around for a while, so right. you knew they were going to do the fuel sample. So why didn't somebody tell him, hey, you don't have enough fuel to go around this racetrack again. You probably need to park it right right now so they can get the fuel. If you want to make a lap, make a lap after they take the sample out or whatever you need to do. But, I mean, if he's the only driver in the field who didn't have enough fuel, then, I mean, was it just like a chance thing that he was the only one that they sampled that didn't have enough fuel? I mean, I have so many questions that we don't have enough time to answer. Yeah, I mean. It's a weird rule to me. I I just feel really you know, like I said, it was such a great race, and you overshadow it with 
you know, this to me is the equivalent of NASCAR for me is the, you know, the, the unattended tire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you know, the tire is sitting, uh, hanging over by like an inch and a half out of the, over the white line of the pit box. Which and NASCAR nobody's has coming amended and, in the past know, year or yeah, so. Yeah. Thank God. Um, you know, and, and you're, you're going to bring your driver in and, and basically potentially cost him a win because of that. Um, but I mean, it's just, you know, sometimes you got to use common sense. Um, and perhaps, uh, you know, Vettel should have used common sense and just pulled it in and, and parked it. But, I mean, would that have meant that he had a leader left at that point? I mean, we don't know. You know, so I don't know. I how, just, big, how big is the track at Hungary? Because uh, I'm just wondering, like, you know, doing math in my head, I mean, if, it's, if we're talking about, a, you know, three-mile track or whatever, then it's possible that that, you know, it took three tenths of a or three seven tenths, tenths of a seven. Well, yeah, yeah, it's seven tenths. But so we it, don't know what he had when he started the lap. That's the problem. You know, that's sure. so now my it, brain hurts. Thanks. I just feel like it's uh, <laughs> it's a two point seven mile course, so yeah. almost three miles. I mean, so it's I possible. Don't know. I'm I not just, a mathematician. If I was, I wouldn't be doing radio. I'm radio. not a fan of of when you have a rule like that, and I know you gotta because you know. Race teams are notorious for playing in the gray. So if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile or a liter. Or Seven tenths of a mile. But um, yeah. But I, I just, for me, I just think it it was sad um, because, like I said, it's such a great race, and and I know that um, Aston Martin is going to appeal. Good luck the with that. DQ. Um, and How are you going to appeal? A, I mean, you clearly didn't have enough fuel. What are you trying to appeal? Well, they have to take the, the fuel tank off and turn it upside down and bang the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> Get every last drop out of the. Um, I don't know what you what your grounds. It's like for looking for spare change in a piggy bank. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's know. in there. It's just stuck to the bottom. I just feel like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just I don't know, man. I, I just for me that 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 one just feels uh, feels awkward. It's it's just I think I think it's picky. Well, and, and it's and, and my thing, and it goes back to what Randy said is. You know, there's a lot of rules in NASCAR that a lot of people like to uh, point at that, you know, are questionable. And I think this is one of the rules in F1 uh, that, you know, is questionable. But you know the rules. Uh, I mean, F1 cars are one giant computer, so you can see how much fuel you have left in the car. Uh, Somebody just didn't play by the rules. And to appeal it is dumb because it's such a black and white rule. You didn't have enough fuel. You, I mean, if it's a done. random, if it's a random thing where they just take random cars and, and fuel sample it, okay, maybe you know, obviously he didn't know he was going to get pulled. Yeah. His, his number was going to get pulled, but at the same time, if you know there's a chance your number is going to get pulled, then don't risk it and go around another lap for no reason whatsoever. So the um, <clears throat> the car is now sealed and impounded until the actual notice of appeal is received. It doesn't have enough fuel to go anywhere. Or <laughs> yeah, or the <laughs> FIA International Court of Appeal makes a ruling regarding the matter. So I. I guess we'll get that according to F1.com. Here's so your car we'll... back with less fuel than I had in it when we went, when we confiscated yeah. <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have anything in it. I don't know. Just a crazy scenario for me. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm disappointed. I just hate to see a driver lose out. Um, I mean, you could you could make the case, I suppose, that it was just a silly thing for a driver to do. But, well, especially you know. when Botas took out a quarter of the field and he only got a 10-place grip. Yeah. You're, you're taking the driver out of his, his hard work. For you know what, doing his job. So the lesson you finish the race. Make sure you have plenty of fuel, but you can bowl over everybody in the field um, and still finish <laughs> second. That's the yeah. You can run over whoever you want to. Just make sure you have enough fuel. Which, the the which race. if you know, it, if the uh, FIA would have been consistent, it would have only been a ten second 
uh, stop and go penalty like they gave Lewis for taking out. Uh, yeah. Knicks. And, um, you know, they, they didn't decide this until Sunday evening either. That was the other thing. That, that, that timing was odd. That bothers me. Yeah. It's they like, had to go to dinner first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk you know, about I, over dinner. I don't know. The whole committee had to go to dinner. Exactly. Yeah. Have some wine and cheese. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just think, um, I just feel like that should have been. You know, announce straight away that that's what you're going to do. But to me, it like I said, it just feels uh, just feels not probably takes some time to measure the fuel. not justified in my opinion. But um, anyway, it's unfortunate for him. He ran a good race, though. It really was a great, great race there, and and worthy of. Um, more conversation, actually, so maybe we'll come back to it in the second hour. But um, definitely exciting to see um, that run for Vettel and Ocon getting the win. He definitely deserves that. Back with more of the madness after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Corrected, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider, complete motorcycle air suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider air shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider, motorcycle air suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
Hey, this is Buddy Cofoy, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now, back to the show. I have a question for you. Are you thinking about a changing career? If so, My Computer Career may be your answer. MyComputerCareer.edu is training for a better life. IT is what they teach and they do it well. IT is one of the, still one of the fastest growing industries in the U.S. and across the world. More demand for skilled workers than there are a supply of qualified workers. That means it's in your favor. And here's the deal. You can go there and take a free career evaluation. You don't even have to be a math or science whiz because it isn't rocket science. Take the free career evaluation. If IT is something you'd like to pursue, they make it as easy as possible. Financial aid is available, including the GI Bill, if you qualify. And the training is just one to two days a week online. You don't even have to leave your house. You can do it in your PJs if you want. It's one to two days a week online. And in as little as four to six months, you could be on your way to a very lucrative, rewarding career and a better life. My Computer Career they are more about mentoring and walking alongside you and than they are just about teaching a course. When you're ready to go into the workforce, they will work with hundreds of employers to get you placed. So you can't miss here. MyComputerCareer.edu, it is training for a better life, and we thank them for being a part of our shows and all of their support that they give us here on Motorsports Badness. We've got just about 30 seconds left in our segment here, so I'm going to tell you what's coming up in the next hour. We're going to talk with Sting Ray Rob, an Indy Lights racer. I love that name. It's so cool. And if you want to go look at his website before we bring him on, Sting Ray Rob, two B's, R-O-B-B, StingrayRob.com is the website. You can uh, kind of read up on him a little bit. We're anxious to talk to him and then we're also going to talk about nascar because of course nascar makes its return to the track and nashville what's that we'll get to nashville as well yeah that's that's true we're going to talk indycar in nashville but uh, nascar is at watkins Glen, and uh we'll be back with more of the madness to do all of that right after this here's an important message from rad and this station Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue? You are a waste. 
a loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, this is Logan Seavey, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the madness. That it's, one wasn't my fault. No, Last week was my fault. This week I, is yours. I, uh, I had a false start there. Chris hadn't hit the button yet. Uh, I got to learn to watch him. And it's kind of like when you're going to improvise. The buttons even make noise. You can hear the buttons. They go click. Oh, see, I don't pay attention. I got headphones on, so I can't go hear click. The Brain does not. Yeah. Um, anyway, welcome back to the show. We've got just about uh, two minutes or so here in this segment, so I'm going to go around the table and and just real quick ask this question. So we got Watkins Glen coming up, and we have Arca on Friday, Trucks on Saturday, Xfinity on Saturday, Cup on Sunday. Peter, which race are you looking most forward to, and why? I probably would say trust, considering it's the regular season finale, and who knows what will happen with this series on a road course. It could be madness like at the Madhouse, or it could be just another John Hunter Nemechek Invitational. Randy? I would I would say Arca, but I'm going to say Cup. It's the first time in two years that they've been to Watkins Glen, so they're all going to be hungry to get that trophy. I'm actually going to say the Arca race because, uh, boy, that series has been <laughs> Ty Gibbs versus Corey Heim has been the greatest thing to happen to the Arca series, in my opinion, in years. Uh, those two have been going at it tooth and nail. Uh, if, if one doesn't bounce the other off the wall, the other one uh, spins them out, and then it goes back and forth, and... Uh, and it's kind of like an old-fashioned NASCAR, uh, you know, rivalry, and and it's been really fun to watch, I think. But I do agree with Peter too. The Truck Series mm-hmm. um, on the road course, being the season finale, and with this mix of young and often aggressive racers, along with a few veteran aggressive racers, um, it makes it 
a lot of fun to watch the truck Especially series. Especially on a, on a track that none of those current crop of drivers have even were even around when the trucks ran there. 21 years, right? Yeah, 21 years. 21 years since the so. uh, truck series has run there. Biffle won the last truck race there. And that was when he was still a truck series regular. That's right. That was before he even made his championship season. It's been so, your cup debut. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that that's how, uh, what what, was, what did we say earlier? He predates Matt Crafton. <laughs> so it's how you know they've, it's been a while. Because, uh, uh, you know, Matt's getting slightly longer in the tooth here. Uh, I was just as are we all, I guess. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, definitely should be a, a good weekend. We're going to dive into that a little more as we continue with Motorsports Madness presented by my computer career right around the turn. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green lights. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. This is Emerson Maxim, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. 
Emerson Axum, uh, a driver that I uh, want to try to get on one of the shows here down the road. He is making a huge statement in open wheel racing these days, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to him. But uh, we're going to talk about a slightly different kind of open wheel racing than what Emerson runs. He's into the uh, midgets and sprint car kind of open wheel stuff. And we have got a driver joining us now who is currently running Indy Lights, but uh, has had an interesting career, and he's got a most interesting name. Sting Ray Rob out of Idaho is joining us. Sting Ray, great to have you on the show, and let's just get the elephant straight out of the room, shall we? How does one become Sting Ray Rob? First off, thank you guys for having me on your show. I'm uh, excited to talk to you. You know, Tom and I have gotten a little bit of a relationship and just a little talk that we've had, but obviously the name is a big turning point for a lot of people when they get to know me. And um, The short story is my parents are big Corvette fans, so I've grown up around cool old cars all my life. My dad's got a C2 Stingray Corvette in the garage at home, a 1966 beast of a vehicle. Real car. That's a real car. So, uh, yeah, of course, uh, my co-host over here, Randy Miller, said, uh, well, it's better than being named after the fish. That is correct. Yes. yes. I, I just That's like, a much cooler okay, story I, than saying I was named after the Stingray fish. I'd say I can't believe you said that, but uh, I can believe you said that, Randy. That's exactly something you would you say. You know me, too. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's talk about your career a little bit because, obviously, with a name like Stingray, um, you're, you're – uh, a car person from the time you basically are born. Um, and that's about when you started going to racetracks, too, for what you told me, right? Yeah, that's right. And I, like I said, my parents were big Corvette fans. And so uh, for me, I started going to the drag strip and autocross events before I was walking. I actually took my first steps at a Corvette club meeting. I love so that. So I've, I've been around the racetrack for quite a while. So, give us some detail. How did you start racing? Well, when I was four years old, I was watching a Nitro Circus video. Everyone knows Travis Pastrana, I think, at this point. That guy's a legend. Sure uh, is. And I, uh, I watched a video of him jump a go-kart into a foam pit. I'm like, oh, no way. That's <laughs> what I want to do. And so, four-year-old me decided that I was going to ask my parents for a go-kart. And sure enough, for my fifth birthday, I got one. And Pretty soon, we're traveling the country uh, to go-karting races, and by the time I was nine years old, I'd been to Italy and Canada, and um, from there, it was pretty much game over. You know, most kids, they got a, a career path of choice, you know, whether it be a phase that they're going through as a fireman or a doctor or a veterinarian or a dump truck driver, and I wanted to be a race car driver, and I'm still stuck in that phase, unfortunately, for my parents. They, uh, they always joke that... <laughs> If I could have been like anything else, like golf or a golf player, a baseball player, they would have bought as many bats or golf clubs as I wanted. But no, not the case. They got a race car driver instead. So, how long into your tenure of having that go kart in your possession did you think I'm going to jump something and land <laughs> in a foam pit, and my parents are never going to find out? About this? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually never did it on purpose. So that's that's kind of my goal in life is to keep it on the ground. At this point, you know, when you're never flying, doing it on purpose a, implies that you have jumped something before. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> just wasn't you just weren't <laughs> trying to jump something when you did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it tends to happen. You know, open-wheel cars tend to fly a little better than most. You always have to start with, well, what had happened was, yeah. and then tell the story. <laughs> it always tell makes the story. 
All right. So <laughs> you're currently racing Indy Lights, um, and obviously you've kind of established the fact that uh, you would like to go IndyCar racing because Indy Lights implies that. Um, talk about what it's like to race an Indy Lights car and um, talk about your season, because I know that uh, some of the performances have been better than the results, um, and you can't always control the results, but um, nonetheless, you've gotten a lot of valuable experience this year in that division. Yeah, absolutely. And in, IndyCar is the, the goal, as you said. That's the path that I'm on, and you know, just like a lot of the young drivers come up through the NASCAR ranks, I'm coming up through the IndyCar ranks into that major league level. So um, for me, when I was making the jump from parts to cars, I decided that I was going to try everything that there was under the sun that had a motor and four wheels on it. So <laughs> I drove some dirt modified cars, go-karts oh, wow. in, in Europe and Italy. Um, I did some Canon West, which was the series at that time as K&N cars. And then uh, I did some Corvette driving, did some open wheel driving, um, and I decided the open wheel was kind of the path that I wanted to go on just because the the thing with the open wheel cars is they reminded me of a go-kart in the way that they handle. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. they're super Quick high down force, lots of grip. Um, they're not as high horsepower as a stock car would be, but the the feeling of them is much more agile. And the Indy Lights car is just all that even more than I've experienced before because it is um, 450 horsepower in a less than 1,800-pound car. So when you're taking those corners, you're you're able to handle a, you know, what would be a maybe an 85 mile an hour corner on the road, in a regular stock car without downforce. And then you hop into Indy Lights car and you're doing 120, 130. So to have that that G load and extra feeling in the car and and there's no nonsense. Um, you know, the car likes to be a little bit sideways and loose, and it's it doesn't feel fast when you're going fast. If that makes sense, it's just ugly to drive and. It likes it likes the gas pedal for sure. That's interesting because you'd think an indie style car, you think about grip and you think about downforce, and you think the last thing you'd want to be doing is sliding the thing around. But um, that's that's intriguing that that's what 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 you have to do to be fast in those cars. Yeah, I think it just comes down to hustle in a car. You know, every good driver's got to learn how to hustle it and push a car to its limits and it just so happens that the Indy Lights car is designed um, and maybe it's not the car itself it could be tire compound it could be um, conditions at the track yeah. you know it's just just changes every weekend but stepping in from the Indy Perfect Thousand car that I was in last year that we won the championship and into the Indy Lights series the biggest thing for me is the unpredictability of it because an Indy Perfect Thousand you're talking a lower horsepower slightly less downforce car different chassis all that but the the car is very predictable to drive, whereas the Indy Lights car likes to be on edge more. Um, it's not as clean, I'd like to say. Um, the, okay. the best comparison I can always get is that single-speed go-kart versus a shifter cart. Shifter cart feels absolutely out of control when you're fast in it, and single-speed, you have to be very clean and precise. So there's two different techniques that um, you have to learn, and it's fun. It's, it's a blast to drive. Okay, now I know that uh, going from a championship-winning season to a season this year in Indy Lights where you've struggled a little bit has to be difficult, but you've uh, weathered it very well. And uh, an opportunity, uh, a few opportunities left to make something out of this season and get some momentum going into 22. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, coming off a championship, our goal was to step into Indy Lights and be competitive and, you know, fighting for 
some podiums here or there and maybe even dominating a weekend um, during the season. But that has not gone our way so far. You know, we've had a bit of a rough time, and I think that's all part of God's plan. Uh, I say that he puts us through tough times to make us stronger. He's building our, our capacity. So, um, yeah, I think that, you know, with eight races left in the season out of the 18, we got some, some work left to do, and the team and I, we've been working really hard together. I believe in this team a lot. Hunkos Racing, me, sorry, Hunkos Racing has helped me um, do a lot, and they've turned me into the driver that I I am at the point um, where I can make that step into the the next ranks and be competitive as a as a driver. And like you said, the performance has not always aligned with the outcome of the results. It's just unfortunate that we haven't we haven't seen those numbers at the front of the grid, and I think we'll get there. You know, towards the end of the season is always when we start coming around. Having the West Coast races is always beneficial. Um, I feel like I'm going home. You know, being in Idaho, closest race for us is Portland. Yeah. So I always look forward to going to there. And uh, next closest after that is the Laguna Seca race. And for me, that one's going to be fun this year just because we already have a group of, you know, 150, 200 people at most going. Yep. Um, but that's huge for me as a driver. I mean, I, I love having people that I know at the event support me and, I love those tracks. Yeah. How can you not love a, a track like Laguna Seca? Oh, one of the of best. It is. Absolutely. I heard some car horns there. Are you like blocking traffic or something? Or uh... <laughs> Well, here's the deal. Well, I'm hang on. Let us my, take uh... a break. Let's get a break, and then we'll come back and follow up on that. All we'll right. be back with more of Stingray right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. 
But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Back to the show, and back we go to the phone line. I want to make sure this thing's okay, because I heard car horns. I want to make sure it's not being robbed or anything. Yeah, he was just about to tell us a great story, so I want to He's going to start with what had happened was. (laughs) You didn't get, like, uh, pulled over or anything, or it sounded like, you know, they were impatient I'm alive, and... Yeah, I'm alive, and I have no cops in sight. I didn't make a quick getaway either, so I didn't have to do that. But uh, I was actually out on my my front porch here. We li- or I'm actually at my uncle's house. Uh, he's a realtor, and so I work with him during the week. And he lives in a brick dungeon, essentially. And so I sit down on the front porch, and the neighbors across the street, I think, have a car dealership in their driveway. So one of their 16 cars decided to go off while I'm talking to you guys. So my apologies. Something tells me that if he ever does get pulled over, if he just tells the cop my name is Stingray Rob, they just let him go. <laughs> you know what? Like, you're good, buddy. Have a great day. It has worked. I, I, can, see, I, I can tell. You got a got a car dealership in the driveway. It sounds like uh, Asheboro, North Carolina, to me. It except, sounds like it sounds like my neighbors, actually. Yeah, except it's under the uh, carport. See, they right, have, they exactly. have three or four cars lined up under the carport. Exactly, that's how that works. But uh, Stingray, talk a little bit about uh, if. If somebody wants to follow the road to Indy, I mean, you've kind of climbed that ladder. You're to the Indy Lights level. Um, what kind of skill set? Because I feel like, you know, IndyCar in general has gotten away from kind of the oval short track sprint car midget drivers as being viable because so much of it is about road course racing. And yet we watch the late Brian Clawson be very successful. Um, and we've seen a couple of other drivers come out of the oval tracks that, that are successful as well, at least on some of the ovals. Talk a little bit about what you feel like uh, in terms of what does it take to be successful in, in that road? And, um, I mean, each car that you drive on the road up the ladder is different from the one before. Yeah, absolutely. I think a great example of what you're talking about, how any car has kind of gotten away from that short track oval stuff is Cody Swanson. Um, yes. I think that he's yeah. one, of the, one of the great short track oval drivers, and he actually raced with us in Indy Pro 2000 last year at Lucas Oil Raceway and won that event. Yep. And I'm, I remember I went side-by-side side with him for 25, 30 laps, and I was cooked my tires, and he just drove perfectly, like absolutely perfectly. And we went to the next race, which was in St. Louis, Worldwide Technology Raceway there at Gateway. Yep. And he got his butt whooped. And I, I talked to him after the race. I'm like, what was going on? He, I, we talked about the driving technique and all this. And it's just it's such a different technique 
from those short track midgets and everything else, the USAC cars and everything, on these bigger circuits, especially on a road course. It's just a different driving style, and I think that that's so hard to adapt to. Jimmy Johnson, for example, you know, he's yeah. a guy that I think is a world-class driver in his in his history, and he steps into an Indy car, and it's probably the worst time for him to do it, too, because Indy car is the most competitive it's ever been up and down the grid. Um, and so I think for him, he's kind of getting – the whole view of, oh, shoot, this is this is the real deal. These guys know how to drive, and it's different than what he's done. In, in an Indy car, I think that it's more than just the being able to tell what the car is doing and adjusting to that. Um, there's a whole big engineering side that goes behind it, more so than I think in a lot of other series, because we're working with a lot more aero. Um, the damper pro- or packages that these guys have, like Penske, I know in the past, they're, they're putting a lot, a lot of time and effort into those dampers. And if you get them right, the car just drives itself pretty much. So I think for, for guys that haven't experienced that advanced level of, um, you know, the progression through the road to Indy, then it, it's really hard to jump in without having your feet wet already. So I, I want to talk a little bit about something that's uh, outside of the, the realm of, of the racing that you do, which is something that you do on YouTube. You have your own YouTube show called uh what's it called the driver's yeah. driver's decision um talk a little bit about what that is and, and kind of like what what the series is about it, it kind of makes sense when you hear the story but in, in any event yeah so the driver's decision came about because i just really like cars and there's a lot of people that i know that have some cool cars and like my dad being one of them that was our episode one um but i've seen a lot of people nowadays that just see vehicles as a tool to get them to and from work, take them to the grocery store, load the kids up, and you go from destination to destination. And I think that each car is an experience of its own. And so I wanted to show people that and like that these cars are not just uh, something that, you know, you park in the garage and hope it works the next time you go out there. It's like this is this is a passion. This is it brings emotion. And so if you can feel that when you get into a car and have someone that's able to describe that to you, I think that that's really cool and I think that, you know, like I said, each car has an experience of its own, and if you don't realize that, then you're missing out on something that's pretty special. Do you get those cars from your neighbor? I'm just driving. Just curious. I'd be easy to find them. I mean, they're right across the street. See, maybe he could sponsor you, and you could just be his, you know, promoter and just uh, talk about all the cool cars he's selling. Exactly. Yeah, the problem is it's more like PT cruisers and such. So. uh, It's all yeah. one car with 85 no, shades. That would be a different show. Yeah. <laughs> a different kind yeah, of a some, show. Some wood paneled coops <laughs> or something. Yeah. I take it you're not friends with your neighbor. I'm just out of curiosity. <laughs> he was. Until he the probably show. was until tonight. Yeah, exactly. When his neighbor hears the show, he's not going to be friends anymore. <laughs> no, I think it's great. You took it. You take a, a completely different uh, sort of uh, take on, you know, the experience of doing a show about cars uh, because you're talking about what's so cool about them and what um, – and I, and I, so many of these um, owners of, of cars, I, I'm, I'm a big Rush fan, and the late Neil Peart had a collection of cars he called the Silver Surfers because they were all silver. And he used to talk like that, too. He would drive the car, and it was all about the thrill and the experience. He'd take it to a road course, do a lap lapping day or whatever, and just it was all about the thrill of driving that car. Um, and so I think that's a, a, a great way to do that. 
Um, I want to talk about your faith for a minute because I know that's something you're very strong about and something that you like to talk about in the context of using your platform to, um, you know, to uh, to put that out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, I mean, we just had something happen this last week that is pretty special. I can't share it with you guys yet because, I mean, it's going to be an announcement for next year, but ah. uh, I think that... Yeah, we'll we'll see how things go. It's nothing too special, but it is pretty cool for me. But anyways, my my faith has played a big role in my racing career and just my life in general. And um, I always say that God's put me in this position to use my platform to glorify Him. You know, it's not by what I've done. I I personally do not believe that I'm a fantastic driver, except for the gifts that God's given me. And I think that He's surrounded me with the people that have gotten me to this point and are going to continue to carry me um, into that next level and create uh, a platform that. You know, allows me to be successful and productive in sharing his gospel. And hopefully I can be a good, a good example to others. You know, I always say that my goal is to be a champion driver, but above that, I want to make a difference. And I think that with where I'm headed and who I got with me, that, that'll be a great opportunity just to, you know, share that with someone. And I think that there's too many people out there in the world that need to hear what I've got to say and, um, that could, could use a little Jesus in their life and, um, I think we all do. I think that he's the answer Amen. to a lot of our problems. So, no doubt, I totally agree, one hundred percent. Okay, what's it going to take? Uh, we got about two minutes left in the segment. What's it going to take for you to get from Indy Lights to Indy Car? And what do you? See, how you quickly do you see your progression being? Well, I think that twenty twenty three, you'll see me full time in an Indy Car. Um, nice. I got a few few tickets to check off and pass before I can move on into that that series, but, you know, it's it's a competitive series right now. IndyCar's looking really tough, and I'm I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. I actually got a, a test scheduled for later this year in an IndyCar because I won the scholarship last year in Indy Pro 2000. Um, awesome. so I'll be checking a, a one-day test off in that and get my feet wet in, in the industry there to see what I can do, and I mean, I, I don't think I could choose to be anywhere else in the world right now i'm i'm loving where i'm at and i think that it's all part of god's plan and his blessings and you know i think uh for me one more year of indy lights wouldn't hurt i i just want to show what we're capable of on the grid and see some results from there and you know it, it doesn't hurt to develop another year you still see a lot of young drivers come up too quickly and i, I think agree they burn out a little quicker yep um so for me i i want to be prepared i don't want to dilly dally in the mid pack to to be competitive for you know, a not so long time, but yeah, I think that I can do a lot more learning for another year in Indy Lights and get ready to go. And I think that my main goal is to be mentally, spiritually, and physically prepared. So if I can figure out my weaknesses and challenge those, I'll be good to go. Less than a minute. Uh, who you want to thank? Who who's helped you make it happen? Oh man, God. First of all, yep. God gets all the glory for everything. Um, but after that, my parents and grandparents have been by my side the whole way. You know, one of the, the biggest wins that I've had in my career so far was last year at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. And it was my first win in the road to Indy. And I jumped out of the car and I was bawling my eyes out just because it was just huge weight let off my shoulders. Yep. And uh, the first person I hugged was my mom. And then it was my dad. And then it was my mechanic. And I can't tell you how much that meant to me to have my parents there by my side every step of the way, having them believe in me, support me, take care of me, and, you know, be proud of me, for even when the results don't come. Yeah. I'm getting emotional now just thinking about it, but those guys 
are truly a blessing in my life, and I think that everyone deserves that. So, Absolutely. Um, Young Coast Racing, Stingray Rob is his name, and uh, R-O-B-B is the last uh, name. Go to StingrayRob.com to follow him and uh, look him up on all the social medias. Fun to have you on, Stingray. We'll have to get you back on again at some point down the road and uh, uh, talk to you some more. Good luck the rest of the season. Hopefully you can turn it around. Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much for having me. That is Stingray Rob, and we are going to step aside. When we come back, we are going to talk NASCAR. We're going to the Glen. Lots to talk about, and we'll do it right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at vsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Brian Wiedemann, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now, back to the show. A 
of drum-heavy music tonight on uh, Motorsports Madness. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Peter Strada, and our producer, Chris Murdoch, inside the WSIC studio. And talking NASCAR now. We go back to the Glen. We did not race there last year. Um, and so we go back with kind of a reset, I feel like, in some ways. Um You've got ARCA, you've got Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup all on the schedule this weekend. And a lot to unpack with each. We're going to try to do it in a condensed form here. Let's just start with the Truck Series because, again, this is the regular season finale. Um, you've got a couple of spots at the bottom of the playoff grid that uh, are still somewhat in question, but I feel like it's almost going to take a miracle by somebody out of or below the cutoff line, Peter, to to, to uh, jump in. Uh, what do you make of the trucks going there for the first time in a while, and um, who comes out on top, in your opinion? I'm not sure why the trucks ever left Watkins Glen because you think of the truck series and you think of road racing. They didn't go to any road courses for uh, 10 or so years there in the mid to late 2000s. So, I mean, Watkins Glen has been arguably the best racetrack in the sport the past couple years. So, feels kind of like a nice homecoming for the truck series. But as far as the playoff standings go, the cut line is 40 points, which is almost a full race. Yeah. Aside from someone bulldozing their way to the playoffs and wrecking like eight it's guys in the one. Yeah, bow tossing, <laughs> Wii Sports bowling, whatever you call it. Oh, gosh. Aside from someone going full stupid and trying to <laughs> hail Mary their way into the playoffs. And I don't see that changing. Wow, Peter's pulling it all out tonight. Oh, I'm going to use that from now on. I got plenty Peter of Peter Strada unplugged it tonight on Motorsports Madness. That's that's as uh, evil as he ever gets. I've got a lot of friends that have gone stupid. So, um, <laughs> full stupid. I can, full stupid, yeah. yeah. So this is like the perfect recipe for either disaster or excitement or both because you've got a truck series who hasn't been to this track in 20 years and a field full of drivers who haven't even who are barely even twenty years old, so most of them have never <laughs> yeah, even seen this yeah. track before, uh, much less been on i on, ra- on i racing maybe, but yeah. not actually participated in it. Um, and you're coming down to the final race before the playoffs in a championship battle where I mean, for the most part, your ten drivers are your ten drivers, unless yeah. somebody pulls a you know goes full stupid um, and decides to, to change the you know the spectrum of the of the the final outcome. But I mean. You look at everybody underneath 10, Derek Krause, Tyler Ankrum, Johnny Sauter, maybe. I mean, other than that, I mean, it's going to take a miracle for one of those guys. But if you're going to pull out a miracle, this is probably a good place to do it because it's a level playing field for everybody, and you really don't know what to expect. Well, here's the thing about the Glen that I think at least gives it a shot at a miracle is a lot of times it turns into a strategy race. Absolutely. And, again... Most of these trucks, truck drivers, truck teams even have never been there. So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a wild card here in a sense. Um, and it's a high speed course and it's in the middle of wine country, uh, up in New York State. Beautiful part of New York State. If you ever get a chance, uh, to, to go visit the Glen, please do. Um, but the, the, the reason I bring that up is because about three quarters of this field, if they win, they're going to have to do like uh, the Indy 500 winner, and they're going to have to drink milk in victory lane because they're not even juice. old enough to. Yeah, grape juice. They're not old enough to drink. <laughs> it's really kind of funny. You got to be 21 here to drink, and uh, so they can't even have a sip of wine. But no, it's it's it should be a great race. Um, I feel like the top six 
in uh, points. I think John Hunter Nemechek ultimately wins this, but this could be a rock'em sock'em kind of race because with the playoffs on the line and the fact that nobody's been there and high speeds and lots of room to maneuver here, um, I feel like this is wide open, Peter, and it's hard to pick a winner um, because it's such a wild card and because of the way the course is laid out. I can't disagree with a single thing you said. I mean, yeah, the top six, maybe seven guys in standings have a bit of an advantage going into this weekend, but the course is a wild card in and of itself. Like you said, no one knows what trucks will be like on this course. I mean, I was barely alive last time the trucks raced here, so certainly three-quarters, if not more, of this field have no idea what's going on. Randy, you have a birthday coming up, don't you? I, I do. Shut up. Uh, there's a 40%, <laughs> there's a 40% chance of rain on Saturday, too, uh, by the way, in Watkins Glen. So I just looked at that. A truck race so. in the rain at the Glen. Oh, well, boy. Coda was in the rain, and that was Maybe. No, Coda was in a monsoon. Yeah, that, a well, no, for the trucks, yeah. it was not That's monsoon. That's true. Yeah, that is true. It, that, well, it was bad enough. Um, but it uh, that would make it even more wild card than it already is. Uh, Randy, He's going to be 40, by the way, okay? Let's just get that out there. The so. same precipitation chance. <laughs> 40% in New York is a sprinkle, by the way. It's not like here in the Carolinas where you say 40% chance of rain and we get a heavy thunderstorm. So. And it's only at 4 which p.m., means, so I don't know what time means it is. you yeah. were 21. I was 21, time, yes. I was legal to drink. The um, last time they raced at the Glen. Yeah. Yes, yep. I, I, I was, was 35, so that tells you where we are. Um, okay, so uh, let's move on to Xfinity. Um, and Xfinity, you've got the obvious you, because there are some guys in that division that are just road course aces. I mean, you've you've got obviously uh, two of the colleague drivers, Justin Haley and uh, AJ Allmendinger. You've got Austin Sidrick. Um, you know, you've got a few guys there that are really good at road courses. But I I think again, this is one where. Because it's the Glen and because of the high speeds, this one has the chance to produce a wild card winner. I mean, we saw, you know, obviously the, the win everybody talks about. And I think, what was it, Road America, um, where uh, Jeremy, Clements. Jeremy Clemens ended up winning. That one was a huge surprise. But we've seen others, too, come down to... Uh, you know, guys that you don't necessarily expect to be at the front of the field. Um, Peter, do we see one of the obvious, or do we do we do we get a surprise winner here? I think Road America is still enough of a high speed track where your haves will be your haves, and your have nots will be your have nots. So I really think in Xfinity, one of the top dogs will come out. Watkins of Glen, you meant not Road America. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah at Road okay. at Watkins Glen in Xfinity, I think one of the top dogs will come out as your victor. Well, as we were talking, I discovered that there is a driver who is a road – well, he's not really a road course ringer, but he's going to be in the Xfinity Series, but he's in Cup Regular. He's driving the Jordan Anderson car this weekend. Oh, that's And that right. is Eric Jones. Yes. And Eric is actually quite the road racer. Um, so, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he spoils the party this weekend. It, here's the deal. Jordan has kind of farmed that car out um, a bit this year because he, he got not literally upside down, but he got upside down in his scheduling because uh, Daytona's uh, qualifying got rained out, which meant that because he was a new team and didn't have owner's points, 
points. He couldn't uh, couldn't run the full season, so he's put other drivers in the car to help build the team. He's got Eric in the car this weekend, and uh, when they get to Indy to, for the road course, Sage Karam, um, a veteran of road course racing and IndyCar racing, is going to be the driver. And um, it, yeah, seeing Eric in that car, don't count him out. That car has been a top ten runner, Peter. There's no question sure. that uh, they could put that. That's RCR equipment. Yeah, whether it's been Josh Berry, Tyler Reddick, or someone else in that car, that yeah. car's definitely shown more than may, some may have expected for it to show this year. So Eric Jones, with the right strategy, maybe a little track position and luck, could end up in victory lane. And he very well could be auditioning for next year because he doesn't have a contract with uh, Petty yet because they haven't re-signed him yet. Yeah, I feel so, like... He has an option, but they haven't picked up the option yet. I feel like he could be a wild card player in the cup um, kind of field here for, mm-hmm. um, and if not for a top Xfinity ride, but I've got a feeling that he's still in the running for something in the Cup Series, uh, other than an option other than the 43, right. but we'll right. see. Right. Um, okay, so uh, I actually, I'll, I'm going to give this one to Almondinger. I think this could be a great race, though. Um, okay, Cup Series. Uh, gosh, you said earlier you thought Denny Hamlin was going to get a win. Mm-hmm. Um I man, he could, but gosh, again, you got Chase Elliott, you got Kyle Larson, who's been hot on road course. You got some guys there that are just top road course drivers. I'm not sure Denny Hamlin's one of them. There's a quick shout out, real quick, to uh, RC Anderson is going to drive uh, Rick, the Rick Rowe Racing car. Um, his helmet is actually has the Elite Racing League logo on it, which is the league that Nick DeGroote won the championship yeah. with last year. So I think that's pretty cool. But um, I, I think when you're talking about. Chase Elliott dominating road courses. This has actually been one of the most tame years in terms of Chase Elliott on road courses. I mean, his one win at Coda came because of a rain-shortened race. Uh, the Road America win, you know, he he won, but there were some early challengers in there that could have spoiled the win for him. I don't think this is just as locked up for Chase Elliott as some may think. Well, then who would have thought that the other two road courses would have been ran, won by Christopher Bell and yeah. Kyle Larson? So, well, I that's mean, what I'm saying. It's, it's so it's close a, this year. You know, Upside-down world. Okay, I wanted more time um, to talk about uh, the Music City Grand Prix for the IndyCar Series at Nashville this also, weekend. Also, what a name. That's such a amazing. Name. It's awesome. Cool name. It's a great name, and it's a, it's going to be an amazing course. There are two divisions that are running along with uh, this series, and I think that this weekend is going to be a treat. But you, you mentioned at the top of the show that we were going to dive into it. Uh, I'm hoping that the drivers don't literally dive into it when they race across the bridge. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's two point. It's two point one seven miles. Eleven yeah. turns on a bridge. 11 turns in a bridge. Over and, the Cumberland River, by the way. And I got to tell you, if they you, are putting a net up, right? They um, have catch fencing on yes, either side of the bridge. I was going to say, there's, yeah, there's, there's fencing there. I actually, I want to say, if you've ever, if you look at their website at musiccitygp.com, this may be the best event site I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my entire life, the way that it lays out. It does look beautiful. And, and all of the stuff they've got going on, they've got a kid's area, they've thought of it I know all. you're jealous that you don't get to go to the Glen this year, but I'm even more jealous that I don't get to spend the weekend in Nashville. This is, yeah. a, four, this is a four-day festival. This is not just a Sunday right. race. We're talking like... Country concerts, barbecue—you know, all kinds of like kids' activities going on—and it's it's a major thing going on. Oh, it's weekend. incredible! This I want to go. I'm calling in sick. They, they, <laughs> there you go. Let's all do that. <laughs> I'm leaving. They, Next year we'll just uh, 
We'll just Road go trip. on the company, company dime, and we'll yeah. just go cover the yeah, rest. Motorsports Madness live from Nashville. Yeah. Well, uh, WSIC will pick up the tap. Yes. That's how we'll do that. Uh, but uh, Big Machine uh, sponsoring that. Just don't tell Mark. We'll, yeah, we'll, tell we'll Mark. do it now. We'll do it and then ask for forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but it's this really is going to be, I think, um, an event. Now, Ken, th- this is a course that's never been raced before. So we're, we're doing something brand new here, Peter. Um, so y- there's there's the extremes. It could either be great or it could be terrible as far as actual racing. But um, GT America and Trans Am Series are backing the uh, IndyCar Series up. I think all of them are going to put on great shows on this course. I think so as well. And I think the hometown driver, Joseph Newgarden, he comes into this race with momentum yes. winning the last event. Imagine the party if he wins this race. Oh, absolutely. I just saw the track layout. That is one heck of a front straightaway, like a straightaway from the start finish line, like over the river, like way up on the northeast side of town. And then they come back. It's That's a crazy looking I also course. know this because I was actually supposed to go to this race. My roommates are going to this race. There is a hotel. Uh, on the race course yes. that has balcony views. Yes, that will be the best place to watch it because you can sit out on your balcony and have the broadcast. Do you know how on much a night those rooms are going to oh, cost? Oh, I know because I tried to book one. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> little more than we pay you for this show is how that yeah, uh, went. Yeah. Uh, and even you better get Nick DeGroote to come roommate with you. Yeah, yeah. add a couple zeros. His job at NASCAR Productions doesn't even pay him that well. But uh, <laughs> you better get Noah and Nick involved. Yeah, that's exactly right. No, it's uh, it should be a great event. Uh, again, musiccitygp.com is the website. Go check it out and read up on it. Uh, if you can't be there in person, make sure you watch the IndyCar race. It should be great. Back with more madness right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. 
Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Blake Brandon, and you're listening to Motorsports Badness. Now back to the show. Welcome back. As we uh, wrap up another edition of Motorsports Madness, quickly thanks to uh, mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life, uh, and also thanks to the folks at WSIC for being such gracious hosts as well. Uh, so about a minute left, and couldn't resist uh, finishing up with just a little bit more about this uh, IndyCar race. The, um, the idea of running with a bridge, like running over a bridge, and it's a bridge with some elevation. So you're going up, and then you're coming down. Peter, I just can't picture this, but I can't wait to see it. I can't agree more. I've been over this bridge, and it's pretty narrow. It feels like at times the road is about as wide as this room we're in. So if a car gets turned sideways, who knows what will happen on that bridge. What's even better is that racing feeds into another race. The cup race feeds into, or I think IndyCar feeds into the cup race or the other way around. Yeah, yeah it's, it's IndyCar, Indy, then cup. Yeah, I think yeah. it's IndyCar they feed, it's, it's a great day for racing. So you got it, an entire day of road course racing. Well, and two, I mean, obviously we don't know. This I'm is going to be. not competing because Nashville would blow Watkins Glen out of the water. Well, I mean, who knows in terms of the actual race itself, but I, I just think from an entertainment standpoint, it's it's going to be two entertaining races one way or another. And, uh, you know, Watkins Glen is can't-miss television for me. And uh, just disappoint, that's why I was born and raised up in that part of New York State and uh, hate that I can't get back there for that. But uh, we'll be watching it and also watching Nashville as well. Thanks for joining us on Motorsports Madness. Look forward to another show one week from today have a good weekend so long you've been listening to motorsports madness powered by mycomputercareer.edu training for a better life you can be an it professional in as little as four months visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today motorsports madness a race chaser media production for more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.